Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show or welcome to the show. Today we are talking about how to increase your muscle mass, how to become stronger. And I wanted to share some things that I have incorporated into my routine in the past year and the things that have really, really made a difference. I also want to tell you I'm recording in my car because this is my favorite place to record. Just taught my classes and, um, but somebody is doing yard work. So I'm just hoping that they don't get too close so it doesn't mess up with the audio. Uh, yeah. So here we go. So I want to start this episode with a quote. I'm reading a book called The Millionaire Mind, Millionaire Mind, Millionaire Mindset. I forget which one. Uh, by Harv Ecker, I believe. I have listened to his book on audio. I have read his book. I will read his book again. It's just a good book to have on repeat. And one of the quotes that he included was, is if you're willing to do only what's easy, life will be hard. But if you're willing to do what's hard, life will be easy. And I think this is a quote that could be added to anywhere in your life. And especially with muscle growth, if you think about if you're only willing to do what's easy, you're not going to see the results that you really want to see, right? But if you're willing to build your strength and go for things that are really going to challenge you, the light weights become easy, the medium weights become easy, and then your strength constantly is increasing. It was funny because probably about a week ago, my girlfriend was like talking to me about like my fitness goals. She's like, you're so fit. What, like, what's your fitness goal? Like, and I want to say that no matter what your fitness level is, you're always going to have goals. I remember going into lifetime fitness, like in my teens, I was so intimidated, would get gym intimidation. And I would look at these people. I'm like, they're so fit. Like, why are they here? And I think that's a big misconception if you're newer to fitness or, um, I don't know, just, I think it's just a misconception. But anyway, now that I've been in fitness for a while now, it's part of my lifestyle. I know that it's about maintenance. In order to keep that muscle, you have to maintain. And you have a new goal. You always have a new goal. And if you stop, you're going to lose that muscle mass. You're going to lose that cardiovascular endurance. And it's, it is more than just the physical. It helps your mindset so much. And by having a goal of increasing your weight or being able to do a push-up or a pull-up or a chin-up or a, you know, a heavier squat, 
it's so fun to have a goal. And once you reach that goal, to have a new goal, it keeps you going. It keeps you excited about your routine. And when we were talking, my girlfriend and I, um, about what my fitness goal was, I said that my goal is to be able to do um, more chin-ups. So there's a pull-up where your hands are facing the bar. That's really challenging. It works your back. I would like to be able to do more of those. Um, I feel like naturally I get more muscle in my back. And when you do a chin-up, it's more focused on like the biceps. You're also working the back, but that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now is to be able to do more chin-ups. Now, last year I could do maybe one, maybe one chin-up. I started these in July and now I'm at seven and a half and I want to keep building on this, on that goal because I have this theory. I don't know where I came up with this, the theory, but it's if you want to be super jacked, you have to be able to do pull-ups. You have to be able to do chin-ups. And I kind of created this theory because I would see these really fit, strong as hell girls at the gym on Instagram. And in the routines, they would show like these chin-ups and these pull-ups. And to be able to do those, you have to have a strong upper body. Well, I had a very weak upper body and it's becoming stronger. And I feel like a lot of that is due to being able to do chin-ups and pull-ups. Now, that was a process. To be able to get to two chin-ups was extremely hard. So what I did is I went on YouTube and I looked up the proper ways to do a chin-up, looked up the proper ways to do a pull-up, And then I also looked up all the exercises that would help me to be able to do more of those chin-ups. So there's like several exercises that I incorporate into my weekly routine in order to be able to do more of those chin-ups. You can use a resistance band. Um, That really helps putting your feet in the resistance band and practice pulling up that way. There's this um, another exercise called negatives where you start at the top and then you slowly pull your way down. I also, we also have this uh, like a pull-up bar in our house so I put it on our door frame and it becomes like a a a fun thing that my the kids and I do so I'll put the pull-up bar um it's by our bathroom the goal is once a day sometimes I miss it but I'm getting to at least five days a week of practicing these chin-ups but anyway I put the bar up and then I tell the kids okay my goal is eight so right now my goal is I'm like eight pull-ups eight pull-ups and they're like, okay, mom, how many did you do? And I'm like, oh, I only got to seven or I got to seven and a half. And then I explain like, okay, I didn't really get that much sleep last night. So that's probably affecting my strength. Um, or I ate a heavy breakfast or I already worked out at the gym. So my muscles are tired and they have their own goals. So Ali, he's my older one. And, um, you know, his new goal is, is five. One day he did four. And then since then, he, I don't know, uh, um, digressed and can do like two. So he's been stuck on two, but it teaches them, hey, 
you know, if you want something, it requires work. And so we talk this through and I'm like, oh, well, you know, were you exerting a lot of energy doing other things? Maybe that's why you're tired today and you can't do as, any, um, as much as you normally do. Or did you sleep well last night? Um, so we talk about those things and it becomes like just a fun thing I'm able to do with the kids. So that was one of the first things when I was focusing on, I'm like, I really want to become just really, really strong. I focused, I started on being able to do chin-ups. Simultaneously, I got rid of the scale last July. I got rid of the scale. I knew if I wanted to build muscle, I knew my weight would go up and I didn't want that to affect my gains. I've talked about the scale so many times on this episode or on this show. Um, but I no longer weigh myself. It was a part of my daily routine for freaking years. Then I cut back. I said only once a week. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to try where I only weigh myself once a month. And then I was like, I'm done. I don't need to, I don't need to weigh myself anymore. Um, it's not really helping me in any way because now I know your weight is meant to fluctuate. Your weight is going to fluctuate depending on your menstrual cycle, on how much sodium you had, uh, how many drinks you had, how much sleep you got. It's just, it's constantly going up and down, right? One or two pounds. Um, So I didn't want to just stress over going up or being too excited when I I went down. So that was really, really important that I got rid of um, the scale. The next thing that I focused on is increasing the amount of strength training that I was doing. So because I instruct, I teach three days a week, two of those days it's cardio, and one of those days is a full body workout, but uh, there is cardio in, in that as well. Before I was teaching three days of cardio and then one day of strength training. Well, life got busy, um, so I intentionally pulled that day away And I knew that I wanted to do less cardio anyway, and that on my day off from teaching, I would incorporate more strength training because you have to increase your strength. You have to be able to lift more um, to be able to increase your muscle mass. And cardio is good for other things, um, but it's not going to help you build that mass. It's not going to help you build those muscles. So I was doing enough cardio and I think cardio can become very addicting. It is very therapeutic. A lot of women rely heavily on cardio. And when you're doing so much cardio, you can't build uh, that muscle mass. So I went down on, um, on the amount of days that I was doing cardio. So that was a, I think that helped me tremendously um, as well. Now, next thing that I started doing, there was a podcast with Ed Milet and he was saying like, if you, I forget the exact quote he said, but if you're not measuring your goals, you're not reaching your goals, right? So if you don't know where you're currently at, how are you going to become better? Well, I started, um, taking notes in my phone of how many I started with like leg presses so and I also started with those those chin-ups um I'm like okay how many chin-ups can I currently do 
because sorry, I took an upper body exercise and I took a lower body exercise. If you don't want to get too overwhelmed, start with two exercises. Um, so for me, it was chin-ups. Maybe for you, it's a push-up. Maybe for you, it's an overhead press. Maybe for you, it's a lunge, whatever it is. So start to measure your goals. So for me, I'm like, I can do one chin-up. My goal by the end of the year is to be able to do five chin-ups, which I, I met that goal. Um, I think it took me longer than by the end of the year of last year. And that's okay. I knew that this was a goal that's worth it to me and it might require more work, a longer period of time. So anyway, so I started with that and then I started on the leg press. Okay, how much weight can I push with my legs? So the leg press is one of those where you're kind of lying down and then you push um, push up um, and it's like this flat surface, but you're lying on your back and you're pushing up uh, 45 degrees and you can add weights to that. So I put in my phone how much weight I could leg press. Then from there, you know, my focus was to build how much weight I could put on the leg press. Now, every day or every time I am working on that leg press, I'm not reaching that goal. Some days you're going to be more tired. Now I know that. And it took time before I realized, like, there are so many variables Um, into your overall strength that can affect your strength. So if you're not able to do the weight that you were able to do last week, are you getting your period, Um, you know, sleep, food, all of that, stress. Hey, just wanted to take a brief break to let you know that the chocolate protein crunch Moosely is back in stock. It has 20 grams of protein. It was on a little hiatus because supplies, supplies were out so we are back in stock ready to go if you're looking for something that is healthy easy so good go to mymoosely.com that's m-y-m-o-o-s-e-l-y.com it is a high fiber high protein cereal i love to have it with almond milk cold you can also warm it up make it as overnight oats. You can put it in your yogurt, in a smoothie. It's very versatile. Again, head to mymoosely.com, M-Y-M-O-O-S-E-L-Y.com to get your own. The next thing, it is huge, 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 is to move slower while you are lifting your weights. Move slower. This one took me a while before I realized that I was moving too fast. If you're a woman, if you have kids, I think we're constantly on this like hamster wheel of like everything has to be fast. Our workouts have to be fast. We have to increase the intensity in a short amount of time. And that we start to swing our weights. We start to go through the motions. We start to think about our to-do list and we go too fast. In order to create hypertrophy, which is the um, ability to grow your muscles, muscle growth, hypertrophy is muscle growth, you have to put that muscle under tension. And the more time that your muscle is spent under tension, the more it's going to grow. So you have to go slower in order to put that muscle under tension to have that growth. So think about this. When you're doing a lunge, think about, okay, can I go slower on the down part 
and then slower on the up part. So let's count while we're doing it. So I'm gonna go down one, two, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. I'm gonna go up one Mississippi, two Mississippi. I'm not going one, up, one, up, because you're not putting that muscle under tension. So go slower, same with bicep curls. I see these, and I used to be the same, same way. And now I have to catch myself. I'm like, you're going too fast, Lauren. I have to have a conversation with myself. Um, bicep curls. I see a lot of people, even men, not just women, um, swinging their weights, trying to do heavy, heavy weights and just swinging them and not putting their mind in their muscle. And what that means is like, if I'm doing a bicep curl now, that is all I'm focusing on, that muscle group. So if I'm doing a bicep curl, I'm like, okay, my, my bicep is getting stronger here. I am putting that muscle under tension. I'm not thinking about my lunch. I'm not thinking about how I have to pick up the kids soon. I'm thinking about building that muscle and putting that muscle in that uncomfortable spot for a longer period of time, knowing that it's that uncomfortable zone that you're in. That's what is really going to help you reach uh, to the next level. And that goes with everything in life. The more you get out of your comfort zone, the more you go into that uncomfortable zone, the more you're going to level up. And that's kind of how I think about building that muscle, um, now as well. And a lot of things just kind of like changed in the past year. I just had to really focus, a um, a really dial in my routine, my personal routine, and as an instructor, because there were so many things I'm like, I'm going too fast, like boom, 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 boom. And I like to compare your fitness routine to cleaning your house. So this is the next point I am going to talk about. And that is to focus on only one or two muscle groups a day. Now, if you have a busy schedule, if you only work out, and I shouldn't say only, if your goal is to work out three days a week, because it's not only, because if you have a full-time job, if you have kids, if they're in sports, that's not only, that is really, really hard. I'm in a position where fitness is, you know, a, one of my professions, um, and I have the time to be able to, to work out. And I know that not everybody has as much time as I do. That's not an excuse not to work out because you can always make time if it's worth it to you. You will make time for it. You will put in your schedule. You will work out home. Anyway, I digress. Um, if your goal is to work out three days a week, your goals might be a little bit different than mine, right? So for me, when I, I do a full body day on Monday and that's because I teach. So on Monday, I teach something called belly, butt, thighs, which is a lower body class an upper body class, which is top it off. And then I do an ab class. And so that kind of starts off my week. Now, whatever muscle group is or whatever, um, yeah, muscle group is sore, Tuesday, I will work the opposing muscle group or I'll, uh, opposing half. So like if my lower half is really sore on Tuesday, I'll work my upper half depending on which, which is more sore. Um, and I like to only work one, one, I'll say one, two, or three, three will be the absolute max. I will work on, on that second day or whatever it is to you. Let's say it's, it's that Wednesday. Okay. So let's talk about, um, we'll just do lower body. So I will only work on, um, quads that day and then glutes that day. 
or uh, glutes and hamstrings or quads and calves or whatever it is, okay? So I'm only working those two muscle groups that are part of my lower body. And the reason I started doing this is because I like to compare it to cleaning your house, like I said. So imagine you have 45 minutes to clean your house and you're cleaning the downstairs, you're cleaning the bathroom, you're doing some laundry, you're wiping down the kids' bathroom, you're dusting this one shelf, right? Your whole house is not going to get clean. Not not one specific area of that home is getting clean. So everything is kind of still out of place. You've just done a little bit. And that's kind of how I think about doing like a full body day. I think those days are important. Um, but if you do like, you know, five full body days, it's like you're not really focusing on one muscle group and you're not going to really see much uh, change there, much um, strength increasing in that one area. So to me, I had to focus on um, just one or two areas, one or two areas so I could build strength in that area. Um, and then lastly is I have protein goals. Now, I think tracking can be a trigger for a lot of people. There are many people that are like, I don't want to track the rest of my life. I don't want to track because I've had an eating disorder or you're, you rely more on intuitive eating, like how your body feels. So I think if tracking is not right for you, don't do it. Like weighing myself was a problem for me, but for some people it's not a problem. It's just like a number, right? So I no longer weigh myself, but if, if tracking is a problem for you, then don't do it. Find another method. Tracking doesn't give me any anxiety. It um, just gives me something to focus on. I realized in the last year that I was not consuming enough protein. Before, I didn't think that protein really mattered. And now looking back, I'm like, well, you weren't growing your muscles. You weren't increasing your muscle mass. And that's partly because of the amount of protein I was consuming. So now it is a goal of mine to increase my protein. So when I started tracking my protein, I was getting probably 40 to 50 grams and the recommendation is 0.8 grams to one gram per pound of body weight. So to put it simply, if you are 100 pounds, your goal would be to get in 80 grams of protein to 100 grams of protein, 0.8 to one gram of protein per body weight. So that was really under the recommendation of how much protein I had was like 40 or 50 pounds. Okay. So then I was like, it's really, really challenging for me. I'm like, okay. So for probably several months, my main goal was to increase that protein intake by 10 to 20 grams. So then it became 60. By the end of last year, it was 80 grams. Recently, I would say in the past month, after consuming about 80 grams of protein, for probably about six or seven months, I said, okay, let's try to increase it. Let's try to tweak it a little bit. So now my goal is to eat 100 grams of protein. Now that might go up a little bit. Now it's important to know that not all protein is created equal. For me, 
I have to rely because it's so challenging for me, like on a protein shake. Now, are protein shakes highly processed? Sure, they're not whole foods. Um, what is best? A whole food diet. But if I want to increase that goal, I know I need to supplement somewhere. The brand that I use is First Form. Now, the reason I use First Form, their ingredients, to be honest, like aren't the best. There are natural and artificial flavorings, but there's a doctor that I follow, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons. She jacked as hell. She has her own podcast. She is very just knowledgeable about muscle growth and it is a company that she supports. So I'm like, I trust her. So I was like, if she does that, you know, you know, I'll try it out. I like the chocolate one. I don't like the way the vanilla one tastes this next month because for a subscription, I think I pay like 75 a month and just delivers right to my house every 30 days, which is super convenient. I might try out a different brand. Um, I'm not sure. But that's the one I use. So then um, then my next meals, I try to do like a whole uh, food diet where it's real food. So then I'll try to do um, like eggs. Um, I used to have like two eggs and like an Ezekiel English muffin. Well, the Ezekiel English muffin doesn't have as much protein as an additional egg. So I might eat more eggs. Um, and then have like a fruit or what do I usually have with, oh, I usually do like, um, a, a starch. So I usually do like, um, a little bit of rice. So I'll do like a jasmine rice and I'll mix it in with the eggs and I'll add hot sauce to it. Like, I love that. Um, and this is not a podcast, like what I eat in a day because everybody is different. Um, and what I eat might not be convenient for you, but I try to increase my goal right now is to increase the protein in the evening. Just adding a lot of meats back into my diet, like, um, like chicken. I've been eating a lot of fish over the past year. I've grown to love fish, cod, tuna, um, salmon, um, trout. So I try to do that. And then like a vegetable for a snack, I'll have yogurt. I'll add my protein muesli to it. Um, fruits. Uh, I'll add additional hemp seeds because hemp seeds are loaded with protein. Um, in the evening, I finish it with some kind of like chocolate. My kick right now, and this is constantly changing, is there are these bars called Think Keto. They're probably all chemicals, if I'm being honest, <laughs> but they taste good for me. It's like a protein bar that doesn't taste like absolute garbage. Um, and I like it and it, it kind of just like nips my sweet tooth in the butt. So I just have that at night. It's a thin keto. There's a difference between the 20 gram and the 10 gram. The 20 gram tastes like crap, 20 grams of protein. I like the 10 gram um, one. And I get them at Target, I stick them in the refrigerator, and then at night I'll have that. And that usually settles my chocolate craving. If I want something else, um, I'll do like chocolate chips or like an ice cream bar or something like that. Like I try to do ice cream as my vice. I love, love, love ice cream. But if I'm eating out of a pint, if I'm eating out of a gallon, it's just like there are no rules. <laughs> There's no restriction. And then I feel like crap 
the next day. So I try to stick like to an ice cream bar. So Yasso, some of their brand or some of their flavors don't taste that great. But Yasso has one. It's Y-A-S-S-O. I like their mint. Didn't really love their chocolate chip cookie dough. But um, that one's creamy and it's like made out of like Greek yogurt. So you're getting some kind of protein there. So that and the Think Keto Bar are like my jams right now. Now you may talk to me in a year and protein is not my goal. Uh, Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's not pull-ups anymore. And I want to say that because you're constantly evolving as a human. My goals are going to change. Your goals are going to change. You you become more knowledgeable, hopefully, and then you learn and you do better. I might find out like, oh, this this bar is causing, you know, GI issues, whatever it is, and I might switch it up. So don't take like everything I said today, like things that you have to do, take what is beneficial and leave the rest. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, please share on your social media, Instagram, um, what else? Facebook, tell a friend, text this to a friend, tag me. Um, yeah, I just hope you were able to take something away from this episode and I appreciate you listening. Remember, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.